0: Check out the wrestling rewind here on Phoenix92.5 fm every Tuesday at 8pm to 9pm. And of course over on NerdToKnowMedia.com The only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then.
1: You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at NerdToKnowMedia.com Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM.
2: This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Darrell O'Connor on the...
0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Wrestling Rewind Show 64 here on Phoenix 92.5 FM, Spotify, Apple Music, it's not called iTunes anymore, SoundCloud, YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, My name is Daryl Connor. Welcome to the show, and we're joined by Mr. Dave Stevens. Dave, what's up?
2: It's a great day for wrestling, everybody. Welcome back to the only show hosted by people that don't hate wrestling. It's been good. (laughs)
0: And it's a new era for us um, here on the show. We've mentioned that there's been some changes uh, coming here. Uh, tech issues, again, hopefully they're gone um, by next week. I really hope they're gone because I spent money trying to get all this stuff fixed and upgraded. But also some consistency. We're trying to be more consistent. So it's uh, it's a great pleasure to welcome our hopeful new uh, co-host. Introduce yourself, sir.
1: How are you doing? I'm uh, Martin uh, Herty. Uh, So I uh, trained as a wrestler for a couple of years down in Cork, was never very good at it, Um, but was also a journalist. So I kind of had the two things of, one, a passion for thing, for something, and the ability to write, but also being a complete failure at it. So naturally, I'm obsessed with it.
0: Hey, that's how we all got got here, right? Wrestling fans in general. We're like, we're bitter and twisted and journalism <laughs> so you're in good company <laughs> um but yeah look man it's a great pleasure to have you here um we, we have a couple of people that might pop in and out but uh um, you know you i've seen you on social media a couple of times talking about wrestling on the irish wrestling forum so uh obviously put the call out there and i do uh thank you for for joining us and for jumping on the rewind so as i said man you know we, we tried to be consistent but uh <laughs> we failed so uh hopefully now we'll be able to kind of keep going as or as we are next week we're going to uh be back live hopefully as i said all the technical issues will be resolved and then we'll be back on twitch and youtube and all that kind of good stuff as well but again if this is your first time checking out the show please do subscribe and uh Share a word about the show. So this week, gentlemen, we're going to be talking about two shows. We're going to be talking about NXT In Your House 2021 and looking ahead to Hell in a Cell 2021. So, Martin, um, we're going to put you on the hot seat here a little bit. Not not, not, not too much. But, uh, like, dead listeners of the show know that Dave and myself, we, we passionately hate modern WWE because it's so terrible. Wow. But we, we, we pop in and out. So we're kind of like social media watchers where we'll watch it on social media. And then drop in for the pay-per-views where would you sit like what's your perspective uh with the modern product
1: so a couple of years ago i um w- once i started training i, I got back into wrestling and um, i started watching raw and smackdown weekly but honestly it got to the stage where like what we were doing in ccw and in phoenix and cork was mm-hmm. was more innovative and interesting and just over the period of a couple of years I went from watching it weekly to maybe watching the pay-per-views, to then maybe watching the big five pay-per-views. You know, like no matter how bad it is, we all come back for the Rumble. We all come back for for Mania. Mm, um, absolutely. Uh, so then I, it was it was actually NXT. Then when I discovered that there was stuff beyond just Raw and SmackDown, NXT got me way back into it. Um, through that, I discovered New Japan and. Um, and then AEW come out, and I freely admit I'm a huge AEW mark. I absolutely love it. So now I'm at the stage where I have so much else to watch that I watch very little WWE, um, which I'm kind of kind of got me interested in, in doing the podcast because I, I would actually like to see what it's like to go back now, and maybe watch Raw, watch SmackDown, and, and see what I think of it now. Mm. Um, you know, not not that I think it'll be any less. Well, you
2: came to the right place, you
0: did indeed. That, that, that's very similar to, to what we decided to do. Like Dave and myself have been doing podcasts for you know many years and you know doing the whole wrestling journalism thing. And I just you couldn't pay me enough money in the world to sit there and watch the current product. No way. Um, it's,
2: unless AJ Styles on and then I will tune in.
0: But then again, he's look, he's been tag team champion since WrestleMania. We haven't seen him I since I know.
2: No, no, he was on Raw, he had two matches this past week. No,
0: as the tag team champion, but like, you haven't defended the belt well this <laughs> sunday if you thing tune thing
2: in <laughs> by the time you guys hear this on phoenix fm it already
0: have happened but yeah so so that's I, sunday but that's what i mean like it's you know we've had a pay-per-view since then and everything and he's just like yep dude at least they're fine. using him again that's true but yeah no that's the kind of thing you know and, and that's i life dave is new to this a lot of the older stuff as well because he wasn't watching at the time but for me going back it's still great and you know as you said it's I wouldn't be the biggest AEW fan in the world, but uh when it's good, it's good. I like the stuff they did with Impact. You nothing
2: know? was good that I I can't fault that. It was yeah. good this year, man.
0: Yeah, I know you know, we've given a lot of love to Impact as well for I, very much the same I, reasons. But yeah, man, like as I said, it's there's lots of shows that cover the product and every week it's kind of like, oh, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. And for us, we're like, no, it's more fun. But, you know, that's what I like about NXT. You know, the, like, I genuinely enjoyed this show that we're going to talk about. Uh, it was super fun. For, it for, Mainly because it felt like it wasn't a WWE show. <laughs> you know, it felt completely different. So, like... I suppose we'll start there. So the, the show that we're going to talk about first is uh, NXT TakeOver in your house. It was last Sunday, which is, it was weird because I, I prefer when it was on Saturday, you know, because you don't have to watch it before you go to work. So I watched it today. And um, I really enjoyed it, you know, from the get-go. I love the old school aesthetic. Um, I think it was, it was super fun. They did it last year as well, you know, for a while. But um, overall, I thought it was a really, really uh, enjoyable show. Uh, the main event we'll, we'll get to. Um, but, uh, yeah, open the thoughts, lads. What do you think? Uh, Dave, you first.
2: Oh, my gosh. Um, it was interesting. I haven't watched NXT in a in a good bit just because of so much other wrestling between the old stuff we've been watching. And then when I do watch new stuff, a lot of it's been Impact and or big pay-per-views. So, or, you know, Floyd Floyd Mayweather. So, I... Uh, and, yes, I did say wrestling. So, um... I enjoyed this far more than I expected to. It's so nice to see a live crowd again. Man, did I miss that. Don't understand why Hell in a is in the Thunderdome, which apparently it is because I got my invite again. Stop sending them to me. So I don't did know it. I ended I missed up on it your though. mailing list. Dude, dude if
0: it, the, the Thunderdome thing, it actually filled up
2: in 20 minutes. Did it well? Too yeah. Bad this, too bad the actual crowds aren't for the upcoming shows that they're selling.
0: Raw and SmackDown, you know, you could probably still get one now if you had the link. Oh yeah, I
2: do it. actually have the link. I bet yeah. you could get SmackDown right now. It airs in like two hours.
0: You probably could, but yeah, no, those pay per view ones fill up in like twenty minutes. So
2: yeah, so I'm not sitting through Raw, but um, appreciate the love, WWE. So it was bizarre at first. I, I do like, I did like the setup. I like the initial introduction the voiceover work was great really did take me back to those initial in your houses i i I like that but it fell into that trap that they did when they tried to do the throwback uh last month or the month ago where they started off with a throwback and then it wasn't Mm. at all yeah that said there are a lot of matches and i know we'll go down one by one but i gotta say um i have to look up some people's names just because when i watched i was like i don't know who you are but i really like that um there was some cool stuff there was some cool stuff throughout and the I'm not even gonna get specific yet, but overall, I was impressed. I liked it far more than I expected to, and I guarantee you, I like that far more than uh, than uh, I'm going to like Helena. Cell. I can't go wrong with Cameron Grimes. I've always liked Trevor Lee.
0: Oh yeah, no, it was great. It was great, Martin. Where do you where do you what, what were your thoughts coming into yeah, the show?
1: I think with um, any any takeover, like you're you never gonna have a problem in ring. You know, it's going the the worst match you're gonna get on the night is gonna be good. And mm. um, so it's it's really all the the stuff around it that you get to scrutinise. I like so I I'm similar to yourself from that generation that grew up with in your house, mad for that. I thought they could have done a wee bit more. I think they did better with it last year with the set, and you know they really went all out. Um, and I think the, the first thing that hit me was when Naomi Fox came out to do the uh to do the song, and yeah, she that was, was really uh miming yeah and i was like jesus this company does not trust anybody to do anything
0: <laughs> it was probably the you know it was probably the worst miming job i've ever seen in my life like it was
1: it, it was is... ashley simpson on NS- snl was... oh man although
0: uh, you know she should have done a hoedown like like ashley that would have saved it that would have saved it but yeah i was watching i'm like oh this is a bad start <laughs> and it's just, it got so, thankfully it got better from there
1: but... but but it's like like you say the whole thing about nxt is like all that stuff it might. It's hit and miss. It might be good. Mm. It might be dreadful. But once you get in the ring, NXT Bell the Bell is generally good to great.
0: Absolutely. So,
1: like, yeah, haven't haven't been following it closely lately. Um, so I actually sat down and watched this this evening, mm. uh, just to sort of prepare and thoroughly enjoyed it. A uh, couple of great matches. Like I'm sure we'll get into them one at a time as we go on. But yeah genuinely not not surprised, but just happy to see that the uh the overall quality of NXT from I maybe drifted off hasn't hasn't really fallen.
0: Yeah, same. I think that's fair. Like I, I haven't watched it um as closely as I used to. Um, for many of the same reasons that you guys have mentioned, but you know it's cool when you do pop in for these kind of things. And you're like, okay, right, it's a good barometer to see where they actually are, and it is really, really strong. Um, I I like the new additions to the commentary team. I really like Wade Barrett. Like in general, Wade Barrett's great, but he really kind of adds that adds that touch to the commentary. Vic Joseph is you know he is what he is, and Beth Phoenix is fine. She's she's like a discount um, May Young, uh, not May Young, uh, Renee Young. But, um, you know, that's just kind of for a stick, you know? Well,
1: I've I, I got to say, just in terms of the um, the uh, commentary, so I know you mentioned that we we kind of met or, or got to know each other on the Irish Wrestling Forum. Mm-hmm. And earlier on the forum, someone put up uh, kind of a, an amalgamated uh, clip of all the Hell in a Cell matches. Mm-hmm. And it was the, the main thing that got me over through the years was the commentary a very, yeah. very sharp, jarring jump from JR. To Michael Cole, oh my God! Like nails on a chalkboard. Even worse oh. now though
2: On the oh. it's it's it's, and I feel bad for Jr. That he's gotten even worse now because he was good in his heyday. But you're right, Michael Cole was such an improvement. <laughs> oh,
1: is it, is it, what's the shortcut for punching someone through the internet? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, look, I, I, I just don't I, give me a like on YouTube. That's all we ask for. But
0: see, that that's a good point, right, Martin? With with a thing like. The commentary is was such a big part of the the, the product and still is. To be fair, I, you know, I, you can see it. Like you turn on Raw and you on SmackDown, and the commentary is terrible. And you're just you're you're, you're drifting off. You're falling asleep because you're not engaged. You stick you stick on NXT, and you're like, wow, okay, this is actually how you do it. Um, when Moro was on the show, it was like oh. it was unbelievable. You know, this is, it had that vibe to it. Um, AEW,
1: yeah, AEW's. Uh, in my moments I I love the commentary in AEW I think it has the balance of JR I mean obviously he's not in his prime anymore but he's, that's what he's, I mean yeah. he's the voice of wrestling he also he will be, is, yeah. Yeah,
0: he um,
1: I think uh, obviously um, Shivoni Skiavone is great yeah I uh, and know. then um, I can't even think of your man's name. Excalibur, Excalibur, yeah. Excalibur, Excalibur, yeah. But I think the point was that, so I'd been listening to that clip earlier, and the last impression I'd been left with of WWE was Michael Cole. And then I put on NXT, and I think it was just the fact that I didn't instantly hate it. was enough,
0: you know? Yeah, it's it's that that low, you know, like a hum. It's like that low hum of just hate. When you're watching modern WWE, you're like... I I'm sitting here trying to like it and I, I hate this so much. And then you can't put yeah, I think you put your finger on it. For me, it's a mixture of the hour presentation where it's like some R and B garbage and like bland commentary where you're like, what's the point? Like this is just a bland show. There's there's nothing to like. And then you go to this where it has its own vibe, it has its own feel, it feels like wrestling, and then you have a great commentary team. It's like it's night and day. You know, and then you go to AEW and they really do it again, or um, impact as well, and you're just like, man. Or even worse, one of the great things about doing this show is we go back, look, 20 years ago when wrestling was amazing. And it still is for all those reasons, you know, but, you know, that that's commentary is
2: questionable. So. Com- I think well. the thing
1: with commentary is that it doesn't even have to be like, you're not looking for like particularly poetic lanes or anything. So. You just want to listen to someone who sounds like they're watching a fight that they haven't seen yet. Whereas with modern WWE, it's it's just the guy who's sitting spouting like uh catchphrases, nonsense. You know, yeah. NXT, AEW, whatever. Like, okay, sure, it has its problems, but it sounds like people watching a fight talking about it.
0: But like certain points throughout this match, you know, like the the main event. I'm not a huge fan of multi man main events in general, but it still had that big fight feel to it. The latter match, which we'll get into. The commentary for that was great you know and i love the way wade was like yeah ladder matches are terrible here's why you know here's why that hurts you know and it kind of it, it it helps you suspend your disbelief to being like yeah that looks like it hurts because it probably really does you know what i mean where it's when you're watching raw and you're like oh this happened and then just talking of something that makes no sense and i said random catchphrases and it's like that's you know that's why people go off wwe because it's you know it, but then nxt has always been that that thing that wwe fans who hate being wwe who hate wwe like to watch because it's it is done for them you know so let's get into it um yeah, let's get this thing started so i didn't watch the pre show i didn't know there was a pre show until i was looking looking there, there was a pre show there was a pre show apparently yeah um so it, the show opened up with a i must say old school tna style gimmick Right, where winner takes all, all the belts are on the line and titles can change hands when wh- whoever's pinned. So it's been a while since uh, I've seen a match like this. So we had Bronson Reed uh, and MSK, uh, who are collectively the NXT North American champions and NXT tag team champions, and then uh, who were going against uh, Legado del Fantasma. Yeah. So uh, the background to this didn't really matter. Because uh, I didn't know it. But the energy from M- uh, MSK got me a- immediately. I'm like, well, these guys are cool. Uh, and then, obviously, the Legato the, uh, the Phasma are just, you know, proper old-school heels. But they have that proper uh, that vibe to them where you're like, right, this has a big match feel. Uh, first time really seeing Bronson Reed do anything and anything that I've noticed. Um, so I thought this was great. 13 minutes, uh, longer than expected, had some really cool spots to it. Um, but yeah, what did you guys think, Martin? You go first, Aaron, and
1: Yeah, it had a real uh six man cocaine banger feel about it. Um, like I, I really enjoyed it. I actually liked the the dynamic of sort of the uh, the the tag team champions and then Ligaro, uh, Del Fantasma, and then Bronson Reed. Like mm-hmm. completely different from the like bunch of whole athletic uh, athletic guys bouncing all over the place. Obviously doing all the. The, uh, out of the ring spots that they did and I thought Bronson Reed brought something completely different to it um, and I really enjoyed this, I was genuinely um, not surprised like I say because uh, NXT generally brings the quality but I thought great opener, really got me in the mood for the show and um, like I say I haven't seen too much of Bronson Reed I've heard that the cage match where he won is well worth watching, it's just one of those things I haven't gotten around to yet because there's 40 hours of wrestling on every week now. That's fair.
0: full-time job.
1: And I got to say, I mean, anyone who will lay down and take that top rope splash from Bronson, yep. absolute respect. The, the other thing I'd say about him is um, he seems to be a genuine hard man because uh, one of the guys hit him with a spinning back kick during the match and I think they were kind of going for like a chin thing or maybe a gut or whatever. But they hit him right in the test. And as a heavier guy, I know what it's like to be hit right in the test. And he right. did not fair. flinch. So, fair play to him.
0: Fair. Fair enough. Um, yeah, no, I really like that dynamic. You know, it was, as I said, this was like a proper TNA match. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was booked by one of the the, the agents back who worked in TNA. Uh, opened up with, the, as you said, the big high spots, but having Bronson Reed in there to slow things down and just really just, you know, smash these guys <laughs> um, like they were flies was very satisfying. But then again, even though they, they were trading back and forth, it was a very equal match up until the end where the splash just, that was it. It was game over. Um, Dave, what did you think?
2: Yeah, that's was all right. Honestly, it all kind of blurred together. I mean, this match, nobody stood out. It, this was probably my least favorite match of the night. Really? Why? I just, it, nothing, I don't remember it. Like, I watched it and it was all right. It got me excited for the rest of it. But as I look back now, I'm looking at people's names, I'm putting faces to them, and I'm going, okay. It was
0: cool. The, the Mexican guys in masks. Yeah. yeah Didn't know. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. That's, fair
1: enough. Well, no matter how bored you were, like, I mean, that's a sensational finisher that MSK have that kind of blockbuster heart attack thing is is bloody impressive
2: so there was one thing i thought about um during a brief interlude that y'all aren't aware of i did actually go back and watch a clip from that match and there is one thing that disappointed me and that was bronson reed's uh suicide dive out of the ring and i'll tell you why because the setup was very very similar to how they used to do it in pwg with keith lee
0: Mm.
2: except he didn't go over the top rope He went through the suicide dive, and I know that seems like, why would you possibly complain about that? But because I've seen it done multiple times, that exact setup, that you can't end with a lackluster move when you're going, all right, suicide dive, moonsault, uh, tope over top, then a moonsault tope, and then back to a suicide. Like, the size thing bothered me. So maybe that's why the match hit a poor taste for me.
0: That's fair. Actually, complete random aside, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that that thing on Botchamania where it was from AEW Dark and it was a setup on the turnbuckle where some lad had this fellow up on the turnbuckle and he dropped him down to a to a knee kick and your man just goes completely limp and then it cuts <laughs> to a bit from dodgeball.
1: That's <laughs> <God>, <laughs> Wardlow doing his... That is one of the best... It's amazing. Unbelievable. I was
0: I was just like, well, wow. And then it cuts to a bit from dodgeball where it's like, Think it might really be
1: good. He he did it when when the pandemic first hit and AEW were doing their shows in, like, I think it was like literally in QT Marshall's gym. Like, so there was like them and like eight guys around the ring as the crowd. Man, talk about a waste of the move, but he did it on this jobber and he properly busted the guy's face open. And and it would have been amazing, like, in front of a huge crowd, and this poor guy got laid out for like. Six people.
0: Yeah, to get on, to get, on, to, get on, to get paid for eight, eight, to get paid like 80 quid as well. Very true. Fair, but I fair, will say on the positive. side, right.
2: There is a All positive right, to this. And that is we did learn this week that Brock Lesnar saved Zach Gowan's life once upon a time. Oh really? Yeah. He was supposed to give Zach Gowan a triple power bomb. Right. And Gowan in an interview said that when they were doing the match that after the second power bomb he basically got knocked out, and Lesnar realized it and just pinned him there instead of going for the third. And he said, Had he gone for the third, he probably would have killed me. So Lesnar is a safe worker, all you haters out there. Yeah, it seems to be. It
0: seems to be. There's another one there as well. Um, it was in WCW, or could have been, it was either WCW or 2000s WWE, where Jericho misses the lion salt. Mm-hmm. And he's just about to land on his neck. But then I think it was Demolenko who puts up his knees and saves him. Yeah, um, but yeah, are you are talking it, about? Yeah, yeah, it's amazingly.
1: There's a good one where DDP is, uh, I think, powerbombing someone off the stage in WCW, and he basically, like, he tells at the gate he can tell that the gate's not ready, and he sort of steps off the stage and drops him. Didn't look great on screen, but again, better than breaking some poor lad's neck.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like at the end of the day, nobody wants what happened in you know AEW where you know they did that spot and my heart, he nearly died <laughs> and you know it's like you don't need that you know but anyway so moving on here to uh
2: a very strange match a very amazing match
0: yeah it was very I wasn't expecting to to like this at all and then the ending of it was really weird so let's kind of let's start from the beginning before we get to to actually Dave all right since 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 you're you volunteered yourself going to talk us through it
2: yeah so the glass steagall act i mean so this match <laughs> Um, was actually a replay of 2018 during the uh, Mae Young Classic when Mercedes Martinez went against Miss Lee here. And if you're not familiar, she is the first Chinese woman to ever wrestle in a WWE ring, which is super cool because that's a market that John Cena is getting into. Not anymore well you know. not anymore we'll see so <laughs> <laughs> um but actually i thought this match was fantastic uh mercedes uh, mercedes is actually somebody i know because she used to wrestle locally here i used to go see her in wsu um in new jersey and it's kind of surprised me i kind of forgot she was in wwe mercedes used to do a, a podcast as well didn't you yeah i think i might have had her i on, like, think i, I was remember. on her podcast
0: before you, you,
2: you might have been yeah, 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 yeah i think
0: yeah. it was randomly yeah 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 i was like oh mercedes yeah yeah I think yeah, you she were on a two day, were you? I, it's oh, possible. Yeah. I, <laughs> I totally forgot they were mystery. the same person I th- until right now.
2: I did too. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember you. Yeah. Um, no, but she's super cool. Um, very talented. Didn't, you know, I didn't think she'd ever make it to W. She was like one of those people. Same. That's right? why
0: I'm shocked that she's the same person. But good yeah.
2: For her. Very good for her. Yeah, I, thought the, good. <laughs> I thought the match was was super fun. I thought the ending was. I mean, it was a little too on the nose, literally, with the okay. bubonic plague reference there at the end. Maybe not the best time WWE, but it's WWE, so I'm not surprised. Um, but it was a fun match, and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what uh, Lee does going forward and Mercedes. I know she can carry stuff if they yeah. let
0: her. But the, I think I think the match for this was well. I I loved the setup initially mm-hmm. where. Um, Todd was there with the tape and he's like oh let's watch the tape and they're like no 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 we don't use that anymore and I'm like oh brilliant <laughs> it's brilliant but uh, the whole like I think this whole match existed solely for the end of it like the the, 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 that, the whole sequence when the match was actually over Um, I thought this was what I was getting over Martin what did you think about the match itself and what
1: happened afterwards okay so um, the match itself I really enjoyed uh, real good hard hitting stuff I mean it's we're we're years past it now. It's it's old hat now to say that um, that you know the women's wrestling has come such a long way. Mm. This was a fantastic hard hitting match. I really enjoyed it. The ending, I t- I took a while. I actually sat and thought about the ending, Um and I think. I think it came down on just the right side of hokey. Yeah, you know, yeah, I agree. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, I actually loved. So, I wasn't familiar with the with the stable that um, Zaya Lee was uh, a part of. So, when when it started and it was uh, your woman sitting there looking like the girl from the ring, I was like, "Oh, Jesus, this is cool." And then it moved on. Obviously, it wasn't her, but um, yeah, when she got up at the end. Well, maybe we would touch and go whenever she did the face grab and all that. But overall, I I I, I think I liked it. I think it came down just the right side of hokey. And uh, I'd I be up for seeing more of that.
2: I don't know who um. Boa is. I have no idea. So Boa is part of our state. Is... No, I understand that. I'm saying I don't know who he is.
0: Oh, all right. Fair. Well <laughs> fair, yeah. So uh, for anyone who, who wasn't watching the show uh, after the match, Martinez was attacked by uh, May Young. Uh, Mae Young's...
2: How many times? I know, I know. I know it's, in my, it's in my
0: brain. I, just, I can't say it. Was <laughs> it was attacked by the, the Was overall... it the power bombs we were talking about? I Is that what it refueled I, it? Yeah, I okay. think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And also, I watched a, a thing today uh, about uh, weapons in wrestling, and they just showed the May Young clip being power bombed to the table. Uh, so I did mention the
2: May Young classic. He's yeah. gotten like three it's... mentions on this show. Exactly. Freely, exactly. you're welcome, May Young. <laughs> Hope you can use that for good promoting.
0: Dude, she's dead.
1: Oh. May, May he Young's doesn't know who's dead you what sorry Mae Young's the good
0: one May one's, yeah she's the good one Fabulous Moon yeah, was, was, fantastic. Fabulous was the bad one Lula
1: was yeah the, the, the bad one, yeah. the bad that's, that's, one. How, that's how I remember them yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah so um, there was like m- this mysterious figure who's the leader of the stable and then uh, Martinez was thrown off the ramp uh, onto the card rail which now got me thinking
2: way. of how badly I wanted a May Young Bronco Buster when I was little <laughs>
1: Okay. takes
0: all sorts yeah <laughs> so i don't know what to say to that thing.
2: <laughs> um but yeah
0: so that that um guardrail spot was pretty manky though yeah uh like it, you know, I, it when was i was close. watching actually i was kind of hoping that there was a table or something there just to kind of break the fall but no no she just went right onto it. it was she
2: almost hit that ramp viciously with her head too did you
0: see her her, her holding her shoulder like the, after the She's back, like she gave that yeah. a proper smack so
2: well it wasn't just the it wasn't just the cage, it was her, her the whiplash back yep. towards the ramp was a really close call. See, really and, cool, really cool. Like, I love wrestlers that can be precise like that, for sure.
1: It, it was one of those bumps that, that looks like more vicious than, you know, something off the top of the cage into a mm-hmm. pile of stuff. Like Absolutely, yeah. It was, it, yeah, it was mm-hmm. just high enough that you were like, Jesus, I wouldn't like to fall that far. No. I really yeah, exactly.
0: appreciated it. I think it was yeah, it was something you could like appreciate. It's like, oh, that's a pretty nasty fall, you know. You, you could fall down the stairs and have a bad time, you know, because you know, yeah. you, as you said, you can empathise with it. You don't know what's like to go off the top of a cage, but you know what's like to fall down a couple of stairs. No, it's Not a fair point. Time.
2: Because you yeah, think about exactly. some of the Shane McMahon spots and I go, I would actually love to jump off of that height onto some pads. That'd be super fun. And then the camera cuts and it's out of the way. I would not want to take that throw off the side of the ramp into the cage, into the wall. You know, <laughs> no. it's not fun. It's like, no, yeah, you're going to be like feeling you, that all week. I have to be trained for one, not the other, is what I'm saying.
1: Well, it's like you, can, uh, you can't imagine yourself jumping off the roof of your own house. You can imagine yourself stepping getting out of
0: the bath. Why yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know? You're like, yeah, this is just this is the bad week now. You know, that's all that <laughs> is. <laughs> but uh, the next match, I really liked it. For me, it was match tonight. Look, I love ladder matches. I, I mm-hmm. just do. Right? I just love ladder matches. But also Cameron Grimes' gimmick, that he got rich off GameStop stocks, is fantastic. Um, so I'm just like, this is brilliant as well. I Just fantastic characters. I love having the Million Dollar Man show up uh, he still looks great for his age. The million-dollar title looks brilliant. I think great it, son
2: too. Great son.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but actually, on a, was on Bot, not Bot, uh, WrestleCrap today. They had uh, an article on the last ever Saturday Night Main Event, and it had Cody and Ted and Teddy Rhodes. And he was like, uh, and Ted DiBiase was like, "Where's Ted DiBiase gone?" Nobody knows. He just oh, I do.
2: He's currently selling cologne for Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, really? No, but he smells good.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, so for any for listeners who may don't know this, Dave got to hang out with uh, Teddy Biaschier and said he smelled nice.
2: It's true. I told him. Yeah. He took my picture and just gave me a very odd look.
1: Dave, did he say you smell nice?
2: <laughs> so, anyway, the next match.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I really like the build-up to this. I really like everything around it. It was great. Um, but the match itself, very hard-hitting. Um, the commentary on this was like spot on and um, some pretty, really really interesting spots I was sad that Grimes didn't win it made sense that LA you night know, was winning it's what the story they were telling it's, it's the whole point of the angle but um, what do you guys think uh, Martin we'll start with you what, what do you think of the match in general and where to go from here and how did this compare to the rest of the night
1: okay so firstly I'm going to be slightly biased here the million dollar man in your house, the million dollar title, like this match would have had to have been dreadful yeah, for, for me that. not to be happy. You know, like I, so so I was already going into it, loving it. The match itself, great. I mean, two genuinely good wrestlers. A um, lot of hard-hitting stuff that used the ladder really well. I, I actually slightly disagree with you on the, um on the ending. I see why they went with Nate. I know it's progressing the storyline and all that, but I just think on the night they had where I think didn't everyone, everyone retained and it's largely heels retained. Yeah. I just yeah. think that the, the buzz was there, the The million dollar belt, the million dollar man was there. The Grimes gimmick is so over. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it would have been a real good feel good moment um, for him to, to to reach up and grab the title, uh, the the only other complaint I have about it is that uh, I get the whole gimmick, about the title being in the box, it's very valuable and all that. But man, you can't beat that visual of the the belt hanging and the the light sparkling off the diamonds. And so I think I lost a wee bit of something there. But overall, I yeah, I mean, I was never gonna not like this.
0: You know, I agree. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. one thing I thought about as well when I was watching it. When they had the belt, when he didn't just hang the belt up, I'm like, why aren't you hanging the belt up? But then obviously it was to get over how valuable it was, but it, it did kind of take away something. It wasn't, it wasn't the same.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, yeah. So I, like, I get the gimmick, of, like the the whole thing with the belt being so valuable and all that. Um, but it, it even just like even just practically, like when LA and I did climb the ladder, it was visibly very awkward for him to try and get the the thing off. Um, wh- whereas there's like an iconic visual image to you know someone just grabbing the strap and it breaking and falling yep, yep. and I just you know but then like I say I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nostalgist and a romanticist And but like my, yeah I was my, never going to knock on this
0: my big fear on that one was that it was going to fall off and mill in the head
1: <laughs> <It was laughs> 10,000 diamonds on it yeah just there you go but break I'd, through the ring and keep going to the center of the earth
0: Look, I, you know, I would have just put, had it hanging up there, but you know, it was what it was. It still was a very good match.
2: Dave, what did you think? I mean, Grimes is going to take crazy bumps and he's great at them. And as much of an incredible high flyer he was when he was young, this brutish Daniel Bryan-esque style that he's taken on, he's going to give him a lot of longevity. And I appreciate that, but he's still there to take the absurd bumps. So I like it. I mean, what else can I say? Y'all hit all the points.
0: Uh, and then we had a singles match for the NXT Women's Championship. This was Raquel Gonzalez, who defeated Ember Moon by pinfall in not in not the shortest match of the night, but still one of the shortest matches of the night. Um, I like Ember Moon quite a lot. Um, I was kind of cheering for her on this one, but very, very fun match. Uh, a, a more wrestling-focused match than our first women's offering. But Dave, what did you make of this? Okay, the, first, first? the
2: first women's match was just, I'm going to hit you really hard. Good luck. Um, Ember Moon is definitely graceful. It's, this is actually a better fit from her than she had on Raw. She just wasn't being used appropriately. No, no. She, um, she, I know it's cliché to say they're better on NXT, but it's true. This is true for this case. Um, and Dakota Kai was great. And there's even some people who you're supposed to see in NXT that they kept off this show, and that worked. Mm. Um I, I love Kai, So hopefully her interference leads to something else and you know he did have a screwy finish sure it did do I care no of course I don't care it's in your house all in your house except to have some screwy finishes or else well it wouldn't be in my house it'd be at somebody lame's house <laughs> Martin do you have anything to chime in there on that?
1: Yeah so uh, love the match I mean like yeah it's, it's like Dave said it's it's such a cliche but my god is an ember moon so much better than and down in NXT, you know, not down, but, um, love the match. The only thing I'd add, and it's separate, is, uh, I think it was just prior to this match, we got the Champa Thatcher, uh, promo, um, and I, I really love that, and I, sorry, I'm going off here in a different direction, I really love Thatcher, but, my God, if he could tone down the, the eighties menacing—he'd <laughs> be so much more intimidating because he's brilliant. Like and he, like his his mannerisms, is like what he says, his work in the ring is all—it's terrifying. I wouldn't want to get bent and stretched by him. But it all goes out the window when he does this cartoonish.
0: Yeah, you know, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. It's re- it's wrestling though, and it's it's that kind of old school thing that they're trying to bring back. So, you know.
1: I mean, yeah, but there's there's a lot of awesome stuff from the old school that you should bring back. And then there's a lot of stuff from the old school that we definitely shouldn't bring back. I mean, like, we all love the Attitude Era, but a, a match like this with Ember Moon and uh, Raquel Gonzalez, you know, that wouldn't happen in the Attitude Era. No. They'd be in a, a bowl of jelly, pulling each other's, you know, bedroom gowns off or whatever.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, that, that, that's... That's some of the things that we we, do, we have highlighted and, and do highlight because, yeah. The, 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 actually, there is gray until it's not. And that's kind of one of the things, you know. <laughs> in certain ways, you're just like, well, oh, you usually find it in either the women's, well, something involving the women or something involving Jerry King on commentary or signs from the crowd where you're like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> that's a bit much. Um, yeah, no, I agree, lads, um, on this as well. Okay, so the the, the Fatal 5-way was the main event. Um, it went about half an hour. Carrying uh, cross pulled off the win. I I didn't, I didn't expect anything else from this. Um, Kyler Riley, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne um, were all involved. What did you guys think of this? Um, we'll give it to you, Martin. What What did you think of this match in general going into it?
1: Four great wrestlers and and carrying cross. I'm just not into him. I, I don't.
2: <laughs> i was gonna say in Pete Dunne. I'll take it.
1: Carrying cross. I mean he's. He's huge, he's physically important. I wouldn't want to fight him mm. but um I don't I I just don't I just don't get it watching him in the ring. Uh the best parts of the match I thought were when they teamed up to get him out the power bomb on the table and it didn't break it was brilliant. Um and then let the four workers get on with it. Mm. Fantastic. There was a particular spot where Pete Dunn moonsaulted off the top and got the most vicious like i mean so super kicks are overused but sometimes someone will use a super kick that brings it right back to what an awesome move it is and that double super kick he got coming off the top rope was it, it was the fir- it was the first match of the night where i was you know wincing leaping out of my chair going jesus um i mean yeah Karrion cross was going to win so I, it's not like i was disappointed or anything um, I thought the mannerism was because he's such a big, imposing figure that I don't know, the headlock for his finishes.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I get it. He's, yeah. he's, if, if he headlocked me, I'd probably pass out, but I'm not a pro wrestler.
0: Here's the thing with someone like that, you know, who, it, like, I hate um, Baron Corbin, but he has one of the, he has one, well, when it's just a straight team song, it's great, but his finisher, at the end of the day, is his class. Right. right, And it's just like, it's the same reasons. like, you give someone that big, someone to finish like that, because you're like, great, that's actually going to... And as you said, you know, he puts you in a sleeper or something like that. You're going to go out, but it's not a very exciting thing to watch in a wrestling match, you know? So, you know, maybe when he goes up, because he is going to go to the main roster, there's nothing sure, and then he'd be let go and end up in AEW. Because uh, that's, that's just what's going to happen. Even though I like, uh, you know, I don't like carrying as a, I've seen loads of guys like him. He looks, you know, he pretty much screams Baron Corbin. Um, to me but um, yeah look it was a good match um, Dave you have anything to add there I'm sure you have something that we messed up on here
2: yeah, you didn't mess up on everything um, I enjoyed There's a moment in the match that actually I did enjoy it was a double super kick that then laid way into a double chicken no double Cross face, and then into a uh, I had to censor myself, and then a uh, into a knee from Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly, who I always like. Adam Cole, at some point, is going to turn face, right? I mean, you got to build the brand around him. At this point, fans love him way too much. He looked small. This is the first Adam Cole match I've seen where I thought, "What happened? You look small." I don't know if it's a pandemic thing or whatever that threw something off with him. So, I think hopefully, just, dude. I think it was just you know who was in the ring, with, like. Oh, you're right. Whenever I'm in the ring with Kylo Riley, I'm like, man, I feel so but, small now.
1: <laughs> well, no, Dave, and, I, and I, please don't take this as a personal slay. It is I do. Li- it is literally the first thing that came into my head when I saw it. But there was one shot where um, all of them were down in the ring, and the mm-hmm. camera did this above above the ring, like looking down thing, and all five of them were down. And you had a uh, killer cross or carrying cross, crawl sorry this huge gay and the four others around them and the and i don't know why but the first thing that came to mind was like this looks like someone shot four students on their teacher
2: yeah that's yes. on youtube for sure he's yeah. so
1: much bigger than the rest of them yeah. like no
2: he absolutely is i see what you're saying you know? so maybe that's you're like what dara was saying but it is weird to think of cole as a cruiser because they've done they've been very careful with who they've Partnered him with like I don't think of him as the same size of Gargano and O'Reilly, but, but you right, you throw him in there with Carrie and he does look a lot smaller.
0: My fear on this is and it, I know they won't do it because they competently book nXt, but you know there's lots of smaller guys there, and like you know when you when that veil is revealed where it's like yeah, you, you look tiny, you know you kind of it, it can either work or can't and I go to uh, Samoa Joe when he was hockey and through the X division guys. Uh, a couple of years ago in TNA, and he just faced everybody and hammer through them. That worked quite well. And then whoever beats him gets the rub. But the problem here is they threw, and this is another reason why I don't like five way matches, mm. they threw the biggest names that they had in NXT, Kyler Riley, Gargano, you know, being the two main ones who I would say right there, that's who would be NXT right now, yeah. and it kind of just made them look like chumps because they all got their finishes in and still weren't able to get the job done, so yeah, I'm They got their where, stuff in;
2: that's all that matters. Yeah, they, they got their
0: stuff in, but didn't win. Yeah, they went on empty-handed. Um, but yeah, look, I, it was a it was a good it was a good match. I just, I for me, again, I, I'm also going that way where I, I I like these matches having a one-on-one thing yeah. and it finished off. But obviously, this is it's too early for that. It's like the middle of the summer. It's it's the dead season for WWE, and it was a good show. Like overall, look to round this out and to look ahead to to the train wreck that's going to be on Sunday um. <laughs> no, it's, I, honestly I'm, I'm very optimistic we'll, we'll get there we'll get there but I'd, look I'd give this a solid B plus if you haven't seen it it is worth your time uh, the ladder match is phenomenal it's a fun time How about it's not a long show as well so that's what I'd give it um, Dave what about you man what do you think on this one
2: uh, it's just a solid C plus for me. It's it's one of the lesser takeovers in a very long time, unfortunately. Which is I'm comparing this. You got to remember, guys. I'm always comparing this about the against the best of the best of the products ever put the crowd,
0: out. The crowd, there is one of the reasons why I gave it such a high yeah, thing. Just having the crowd there was, that was great. Nice. It really, it was nice to see. Stuff. It was if like wasn't watching, coming It was like watching Rollerball. <laughs> do you remember the movie Rollerball? <laughs> yeah, That's no, no. Like. If, <laughs> <off laughs> if I wasn't coming off the
2: high of if I wasn't coming yeah. off the high of Double or Nothing and seeing that crowd and yeah. that reaction. That's that fair. you got for John Moxley and Eddie yeah. Kingston, then maybe the crowd would matter, But three hundred people isn't going to do it for me. That's fair.
1: They, they kept saying that this is the biggest crowd in Capital Performance Center history, and since going, yeah, but that is not that like a, your training joint. Like that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, surely the previous yeah. biggest crowd is like whoever the other trainers were. <laughs> I really wish they didn't do that. They did it for that the whole would night. be like very you know want to be
2: like there. I got this. That well, would be like having it in your actual house and saying this is the largest audience ever in Dara's house. Yeah, and it, it might depends. be true, and it might fit your theme of the night, but, but that doesn't not really impressive. mean anything. Yeah. I, I
1: don't even think it would be true, because Dara strikes me as the type of lad who regularly has 300 people ravers in his house.
2: Well, you know, it, it,
0: maybe, after, maybe after the pandemic we'll get yeah, back to you did to say this. Diplos <laughs> dropping by
2: next week.
1: Uh, uh, I, what, what would you I, give this, Martin? I, I, I'm going to go between the two of uh, I get absolutely get what you're saying about like a multi-man main event just doesn't doesn't matter how good everyone is doesn't have the same impact yeah. as a one-on-one but I mean I thought the multi-man stuff they did was brilliant there was a lot of it was really ingenious the you know one guy holding the other guy and then I don't know where someone comes in and sla- I, I thought it was brilliant Um. so yeah it's never going to have the same impact as a one-on-one but I thought they they did a hell of a job with it I'd go
0: between the two years, and I'd give this a solid B. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right, guys, we're going to um, switch gears here and go to Hell in a Cell, which is when this goes out. Obviously, it would have happened, but for everyone uh, getting the podcast on the YouTube show, it's on Sunday night. Um, you know, I, I again, my I, it looks like the the campaign to get uh, shows on a Saturday night has just ended now. Everyone just defaulting back to Sunday, so it is what it is. But we have four matches announced and that already is a bad sign because you know if they're not even going to... One thing WWE haven't done for a while and just for years now is promote shows, promote matches, even on their own shows. So we have four. Uh, We're two days away because we're recording this on Friday night and uh, we have four matches announced. We might get six or it could be a short show. We don't know. But when I see a card like this, I'm like, okay, right. It's going to be... I think the best thing we're going to get on the night is the pizza. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to be honest with you. Maybe uh, they're just going to look forward to the food they're going to eat. Um, okay, well, let's let's jump into this first. So, first match of the night here is going to be Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. And obviously, they've been building this up for a while. The Alexa Bliss thing, uh, it's kind of gone off a cliff. And... <laughs> Yeah, I, I watch a lot of the Observer, so you know I know they hate it. Um I'm gonna just watch it, and if it's as bad as it was at WrestleMania, then hopefully this is the end of it. But uh Dave, I know you you enjoy this because um, it's it's very down your alley. But Marian, as somebody who is, is new to the podcast, what are your thoughts on the whole Alexa Bliss thing?
1: What this feud in general? I mean, who is going to win? So I, I I'm fine with spooky bollocks. All right, B- bollocks is all right, is it? Or yeah, it's all right. Okay. I'm fine with spooky bollocks. Just it it just needs to have I just need to be able to believe that it's not magic. Earlier that day such and such went in and did whatever. Um, and I, I think I'm just relieved that with this being the last Thunderdome uh pay-per-view, that we're probably gonna see the end of the rail, like the the fireballs, the the fiend Burning and then not, and then coming out through the, basically that. the special effects, miss spooky that. bollocks.
0: Uh, I don't, I don't think that we're gonna see the anytime, dude. I think it's gonna get worse, uh, dude. I, I Was I, at
2: WrestleMania when it <laughs> when they tried doing it with uh, Randy Orton, like actually at WrestleMania they tried putting like projectors onto the ring itself, and that was what like five years ago, dude. They're gonna keep doing this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I
1: just I I I can't. It's, and I, and I, I, I know I get criticized a lot of people who go, oh, it's the AEW guy who's going to criticize everything WWE does. And I accept that sometimes I'm maybe a wee bit harsher on WWE and a wee bit more lenient in AEW, but I cannot be having this ridiculous nonsense.
0: No, that's fair. And look, I, I think when next week when we are talking about it, we can get in to see how ridiculous it actually was. But in a couple of minutes we have left here, let's just let's just do the, do these quick fire. So Alexa Bliss mm-hmm. or Shayna Baszler? I'm gonna Alexa go. With, I'm gonna go Alexa Bliss as well, Martin.
1: Oh yeah, lights go out. The swing comes over. A doll pops out of the ground. Shayna Baszler, an amazing MMA athlete with a <laughs> legit background poops herself and, and yep. turns inside out and disappears into the netherworld just like John i hope Saino, so
0: who's never appeared since <laughs> he's just gone
2: yeah he's gone yeah. and also alexa bliss is better than anybody that's ever wrestled period man or female <laughs> so that's a default win
0: uh no i would go with emma i know oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah anyway yeah. uh bianca belair and bailey i'm gonna She'd go... find a way
2: to steal the win for sure
0: hopefully i'm gonna go with belair to retain guys so who have you got
2: yes yeah, i agree
1: Oh yeah, uh, be- Bellaire's, like, she's uh, fantastic, not just in the ring, but as a character. And yeah, there's no way they're done with her yet.
0: Rhea Ripley and Shadow Fair. obviously they're not going to take the belt off Rhea this early, so Rhea Ripley's the, the win in that one.
2: I don't think we're going to see any big belts taken off yeah, because I don't it's, think so they're like, they're looking at, oh, we can move the belt on a actual live show. That's yeah. going to be awesome. It's going to so, be a crowd, This is a whole, defeats the whole purpose of this, this is being holding Hell in part. a Cell.
0: Absolutely, yeah, holding yeah.
1: Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Faire for me is kind of like when Dublin and Kerry play each other. Uh, I don't care who wins. I just hope for injuries. (laughs) Jesus.
0: (laughs) Um, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre in a last chance Hell in a Cell match. I'm going to go with some kind of shenanigans here to hold us over. There's no way this is the end of it. But some kind of no contest. Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. This is
2: no contest for me. Absolutely. uh, Kofi Kingston's going to find a way to interfere and uh, it's going to be a no contest. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for McIntyre because he he genuinely did a hell of a job. He carried them the whole way through when there was no crowds. And then as soon as crowds came back, they found a a shiny new toy.
2: But that's why he needs to win it back when there's a crowd. And I think he will. I think he will. I I 100% think he will.
1: Shenanigans here after
0: this and then uh, he'll win it when there's a a proper crowd.
1: Maybe, but I got to say, as shiny new toys go, I mean, Lashley's been good. I mean, yeah. he's been one of the few things I haven't hated. <laughs> That's fair.
0: That's fair. I'm still trying to find the interview I did with him where he talked about golf for 15 minutes. I, I hopefully, I'll find it eventually when he was TNA champion. So, I'm a bit biased to Lashley. But in WWE, this run, this is his run. So, I'm happy enough for what I've seen so far. But gentlemen, we are going to leave it there um, for this week. Again, uh, thank you for uh, checking it out, guys. If this is is your first show, please go over to TheWrestlingRewind.com. You can find all our shows on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. We're not hard to find. Martin, is there anything you want to plug for this week before we wrap up?
1: Yes. I want to make a plea to WWE, even though I'm not a regular watcher anymore, for the love of God stop spraying the Hell in a Cell red. It looks like a giant player pen. It looks like the most harmless thing in the world. It used to be like whenever someone said Hell in a Cell, the whole like, audience just gasped, please, for the love of Jesus, stop yeah no, that's fair
0: that's fair you know we'll have to see what happens after the Thunder the Thunderdome goes away but uh, yeah I'm, we'll see I, I hate the modern uh, Hell in Cell so I'm right there with you Um, but are you on socials or uh, Twitter or anything like that man
1: I mean yeah but just as an individual person I don't say anything interesting don't that's follow fair. me that's
2: fair that's my gimmick <laughs>
1: Dave, Andy, you want to plug?
2: Yeah, don't follow me on Twitter at the Dave Stevens. Also, I am looking forward to the Viking Raiders versus AJ Styles and almost at Hell in a Cell. That's definitely happening. Is hashtag Save uh, Save Dave still happening? Yeah, hashtag Save Dave is still alive, um, and I know it's still happening because I recently watched a clip on YouTube of it being simulated, and oh. uh, yeah, in WWE Two K Nineteen, not twenty, because <laughs> let's not hurt ourselves. So uh yeah follow me there wrestling rewind blah 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 we love you guys take care and remember don't hate wrestling there's always something good out there to find even if you have to go into history or the yeah. dwells of the independence and we'll be back uh to a regular normal live slot next week hopefully
0: uh best way to stay in contact with us is you can email us um to gmail.com or on socials the wrestling rewind everything is there as well we'll be back next week we'll let you know what time how you can contact us all that other kind of stuff but from all the lads we will talk to you next week here on The Wrestling Rewind bye guys k Lab
2: thank you for listening to a nerd to know Media production